But if you try sometimes, well, you might find Sessions, our fearless attorney general, and obviously these are all, just like everything else, false accusations meant to hurt the Trump administration. So I guess they're claiming that he lied when he was in his confirmation hearings because they asked him specifically if he had talked to the Russians uh, for the Trump campaign. And he said no, because he hadn't talked to them for the Trump campaign. He had talked to them a couple times doing his job, because it's literally his job to talk to foreign, you know, countries. Gay Kolosniak, which is the ambassador to Russia. The problem is, Sessions was doing his job being a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee. And that's why he was speaking to them about official Senate Armed Service Committee business. It wasn't for the Trump campaign to promise some kind of, I don't know. I mean, he's the Attorney General. What what could he possibly, like, communicate or promise to the Russians via Trump? I, it just, it makes no sense. It's just a, another pointless attack. Um, I mean, really... They're trying to get rid of Jeff Sessions because because he's very hard on immigrants. He's very hard on, well, he's a very justice-oriented person. Let's put it that way. So the likes of Hillary Clinton and John Podesta and uh, all the pedophiles of Pizzagate and everyone that's wronged our country in the last eight years, uh, including the the previous attorney general, um, well, you're on notice. Mr. Sessions is coming after you. 
and no amount of saying he's he talked to the Russians. We don't care. I don't I don't care if you have conversations of Trump himself speaking directly to Putin, promising all kinds of crazy shit when he becomes president. It would make no difference whatsoever. Well, they act like we're not allowed to talk to Russia. You know, the only other giant uh, superpower in the world that's a white Christian nation that, you know, aligns somewhat with our goals in the world, as in, like, they don't like terrorism and a Muslim extremists and stuff. Why is it so bad for us to be friends with Russia? I mean, it's it's crazy that they are trying to reenact this, like, Cold War attitude that Russia is like the boogeyman all of a sudden. They asked Sessions if he plans on stepping down as Attorney General, and he just kind of laughed at him. So, the good thing is, unlike General Flynn, uh, they have no plans of changing Jeff Sessions as Attorney General. You know, Flynn, I don't really think that they let him go because um, he misspoke to the Vice President. I think Flynn was not really fitting in well with the team, and they used that as a convenient excuse to get rid of him. You know, it, the Democrats saw it as a win, but really, Trump doesn't give wins. You know, if, if he didn't want Flynn in there, that's why he's not there. And Sessions isn't going anywhere. I'm not sure if you guys caught his um, address to Congress the other night. It was by far the best speech he's uh, given so far. And granted, he's not the best orator, but whoever wrote that speech did a very good job. And as usual, anytime he kind of went off script, he seemed to more connect with the uh, people in the audience. But even just reading the you know speech from a teleprompter, he was doing pretty good. That's, it was very good didn't leave much for the left to complain about. But there's plenty for us to complain about towards the left, including all the um, women wearing white <laughs> as a sign of surrender. Not really, though. It was supposed to be a sign of support for women, since apparently Trump doesn't support women, even though he's literally signed an executive order promoting like women business leaders through uh, his daughter Ivanka and... Justin Trudeau, but hey, yeah, no support for women, that's right. So, and Nancy Pelosi was the main leader of this, uh, you know, anti-Trump, pro-women protest wearing white stuff. This is the same Nancy Pelosi that, you know, is worth almost $200 million, even though she only makes $200,000 a year. So, you know, let's think about that for a second. And I mean, actually, I can tell you exactly where she made her money. You see, what happened is she invested a million dollars in stocks for Visa, so the credit card company, and then uh, used her position to stave off any uh, regulations for Visa, thus increasing the stock prices that she had bought. And so you know, now she has $200 million through investments that she you know, invested in and then used her power to make grow into a much larger chunk of change. So just like the Clintons, she has a whole bunch of money that she gained through being a corrupt politician. Yay! So glad she's you know, out of there and just a worthless shell of a human at this point.
they're getting shit on for all not standing up long enough during the um, like two minute clapping session for the dead Navy SEAL's wife. And they did stand and start to clap at first, except for literally one. Um, and that one was actually Bob Creamer's wife. Uh, Bob Creamer, if you don't remember, was the guy that was exposed on one of the James O'Keefe videos uh, for um, being involved with the shadowy side of the Clinton campaign. But So his wife, who for some reason was there, did not stand up and clap. But the rest of the Democrats, they, they at least stood up and clapped for, you know, whatever, 10 seconds of the two minutes before they sat down. And I don't know what you're thinking, like, why not just stand for the whole two minutes? Why are you going to clap for 10 seconds, then sit down? Well, it's because they wanted, you know, there to be at least a picture of them clapping for the, you know, the, the Army or I mean, the Navy SEAL that died. That way they can say, see, we clapped. But they wanted to sit down immediately and not stand up the whole time clapping because they didn't want to give the uh, any kind of uh, unilateral support for Trump. Like, they definitely did not want to show a picture of the entire Congress standing up and clapping for anything Donald Trump has to say for more than that 10 seconds. And that's why they all sat down. Uh, it's just because it doesn't matter. You know, Trump, Trump could literally be talking about curing cancer. Like, hey, I just cured cancer. And they would have still, like, snubbed him and tried to act like, you know, he damaged the pharmaceutical companies for curing cancer. Oh, you putting all these pharmacies out of business now. You know, I mean, like, it doesn't matter what he does. Um, they're going to hate him for it. Much like uh, a lot of the Republicans did with Obama his entire term. Now, granted, uh, you know, it's like, it's not really much of a comparison. Um, Obama definitely did way worse things than Trump could possibly do. Uh, but at least if you're a liberal, you know, you look the other way and you think that Obama's shit definitely does not stink, you know? But his shit stinks. Uh, Obama created a very sketchy program within the Defense Department that's been giving money to organizations that aren't exactly neutral or friendly with the current Trump administration. Now, lawmakers are working to end that now, but until they do, uh, a secret government fund is literally paying for people to be anti-Trump in our government. How crazy is that? And Obama, he's not exactly taken the back seat or the no seat that he should be being the uh, former president. Do you remember President Bush saying anything bad about Obama or trying to control anything Obama did once he left office? Nope. He just uh, went to his ranch and started painting pictures of veterans. Um, so that's, you know, Obama's actually actively trying to stop the Trump administration. You know? <laughs> I, I understand why. It's because he's involved with this Pizzagate scandal, just like Hillary Clinton and the entire Clinton Foundation. And when you're scared that the world's going to find out that you like to have sex with young men, uh, yeah, I'd be scared too and be trying to stop it from happening, I guess. I don't know because I'm not a child predator, but Obama is, and so is most of the rich people that you know he hung out with and empowered during his administration. 
Uh, just like this John Podesta character, he's literally one of the top guys in this whole Pizzagate scandal. Him and his brother more than likely abducted a young child uh, last year. There's a police sketch that matches him and his brother Tony perfectly for some child that went missing in like South America. And they were, oddly enough, in that South American country the day they, she went missing. Hmm, coincidence, right? That's just one of many weird coincidences that Tony Podesta and John Podesta have uh, been related to the uh, Pizzagate scandal. And if you don't know what Pizzagate is, all you really need to know is that uh, the rich people, that the rich liberal globalists uh, like to have sex with children and like to cover it up. And the whole reason why it's called Pizzagate is because they use code words that have to do with food uh, in their leaked emails to discuss having sex with young children. Obama apparently likes hot dogs, which is code for young male prostitutes. So he, like everyone else, is worried about going to you know prison, um, or worse. And that's why they're definitely trying to get rid of Jeff Sessions, because he's going to go after these guys. Uh, and oddly enough, the you know one of the biggest articles that is anti-Jeff Sessions and wanting him to resign over this Russia connection, supposedly. Uh, oddly enough, it was uh, at least edited or contributed by John Podesta, who now works for the Huffington Post as of last week. That's right. John Podesta works for Huffington Post now. Yay! That's, that's just what Huffington Post needed. Someone... Uh, you know, more liberal and involved in having sex with children uh, to be in a, a contributor. Yeah, good job. I mean, if they're not trying to cover their own asses and, you know, keep from being uh, found out as child molesters, they're trying to start a war with Russia. It's, all, it's one of those two things. I mean, it's pretty much been the last uh, two years worth of democratic... It, behind every shady thing, that's what it really leads back to. Either them trying to not get prosecuted for running a giant sex trafficking ring of children, or them trying to start a war with Russia and, and reignite the Cold War. Um, neither of which most Americans uh, agree with or want, that's for sure. You remember how Hillary Clinton wanted to set up a no-fly zone in Syria? And that was kind of like the final straw where a lot of people went, fuck this, I guess i got to vote for Trump now, even if you didn't and like Trump at all. It's like, well, I don't want war with Russia, so I guess I'm not going to vote for her. She even pledged to have a military response to unproven Russian cyber attacks. Again, she just, she did nothing but threaten Russia. Like, her whole campaign. She was just, oh, it was crazy. And now, yeah, all they can do is blame Russia for her losing. And try to somehow connect anyone in Trump's administration with Russia to be like, see the Russians. The problem is no one other than them care. Like I, no one cares. Great. I hope they are best friends with Russia. Why is that a bad thing? Name another nation that we should be better friends with uh, other than maybe, you know, like a few European ones like UK and France and Germany. But honestly, Russia's more of a friend to us than any of those have been in the last 50 years, and that's the point. We've been made to think that Russia needs to be our enemy, and they're not. Saudi Arabia is our enemy.
literally Saudi Arabia should be wiped off the map. I hate to say it like that. I'm sure there are innocent people that live there. But if I had to choose one country to drop the bomb on, Saudi Arabia. And it's not that they are the most uncivilized and, you know, that most of the terrorists come from there. Even though the terrorists that attacked us on 9-11 literally came from there and were state-sponsored terrorists paid for by Saudi Arabia, ignoring that fact, let's just say since then, in the last 15 years, they've invested billions in uh, Wahhabist schools across the Middle East that teach children that all non-Muslims should be killed. And you know they, it teaches a very uh, extremist version of the Muslim religion. And Saudi Arabia is the focal point. I mean, they, they are the people that, they're the money behind terrorism. And that's the easiest way to look at it. Terrorism is funded by Saudi Arabia. And then we, in turn, give billions to Saudi Arabia in aid, which they, in turn, use to make extremists. And the scary part is, Saudi Arabia, yeah, they have like a dictator king, and sure, they are terrible towards women and homosexuals and all that stuff, but more importantly, they're ran, the whole country is ran by about a hundred royal family members. You know, really, it's like a thousand, but it's more like a hundred actual important ones that make the real decisions. And like I said, these are all like, they're all family members. They're all part of the same royal family. And that's, that's why it's like a giant, crazy dictatorship, because you would have to not only kill the king, you'd have to kill like a good hundred people to get rid of like all the nastiness in Saudi Arabia. It's just, it is the worst of the worst when it comes to Muslims. But somehow we consider them an ally, and like the main Muslim ally, which is insane. It should, it should definitely be, I don't know, any other country in the world other than them. That's, they're the source of terrorism. But just like Russia, somehow the United States has convinced us all that Saudi Arabia is good and Russia is bad, and in reality it should be the exact opposite. We should be sanctioning Saudi Arabia. We should be moving tr uh, troops to Saudi Arabia's border. We should not be messing with Russia, who wants nothing more than to get rid of ISIS completely in the Middle East and wipe out extremist Muslims. That's that's what they want, which it's weird because it sounds like that's what we want too, right? Unless you're a leftist liberal, and then I guess you want them all to come here and just hang out and have a big hug session with us, right? And I'm not sure if you've been following uh, Tim Poole's journey in Malmo, Sweden, and he was paid by Infowars to go over there and investigate. And at this point he's actually having to be escorted by police anywhere he goes because, you know, there were a group of 50 men following him around, threatening to stone him to death and kill him. So, um, again, this is Sweden, the place where a, a supposedly it's very safe and not uh, at all extremist and muslimed up, you know? Even though the president of the Swedish Ambulance Union requested military-grade equipment to protect medics in migrant no-go zones. Yes, no-go zones. Those things that apparently don't exist in Sweden. Uh, even though Tim Pool has to be escorted by police and uh, ambulances want military-grade equipment. But they don't have a problem there. No problem. Nothing to see here, folks. Just move along. 
Pay no attention to those firebombed cars or the random hand grenade explosions. When will they learn? I don't know. Um, also breaking news that Russia, um, with the, well, I guess the Syrian army, with the help of Russia, has taken back uh, Palmyra, which is a you know, major city in Syria. So that's the second one now. They took back Mosul, and now they're taking back Palmyra. And, oh, look at that. I mean, crazy. As soon as Obama's gone and we allow the Russians to actually do what they want, um, all of a sudden ISIS terrorists are getting killed and cities are being retaken. Hmm. Maybe it's because they don't want to oust the democratically elected leader, Assad. Hmm. Weird. Also, anyone that goes there and talks to the Syrian people, they like Assad. They don't want him to leave. And he's the only one that's protecting the, like, 200, or is it 2 million, I think, Christians who are still in Syria. If it wasn't for him, they'd be dead. They'd be as dead as the two Pakistani transsexuals that were beaten to death by Saudi police last week. Which isn't odd for um, Saudi Arabia. It's, it's pretty normal, actually. In Saudi Arabia, uh, if you're not Muslim, you're pretty much a second-class not even citizen, you're just a second-class human. They can, especially if you are um, Filipino or Pakistani or, you know, in any way different than them and, you know, possibly not Muslim, then, yeah, you can just be beaten to death. Um, they, they often will put people in large sacks and beat them with sticks until they're dead just for being different. Doesn't really matter. You know, you're transsexual? Cool. We'll, we'll just beat you to death in a sack. Um, you know, I'm not a giant fan of the whole transgender thing, but I don't think that you should necessarily beat them to death in a sack. That's a little rough. But it's not just transgenders they beat to death, and we're talking about Filipino maids, okay? I mean, they just... There's no one stopping any kind of... No one gets arrested in Saudi Arabia for, like, beating and killing the help, I guess is my point. If you have any kind of money whatsoever, and especially if the person you just killed or raped is not a um, citizen of Saudi Arabia, then you're, you're in the clear. You pretty much don't have to worry about anything. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty nuts over there. But again, this is our main ally, right? That's, you know, same people that gave over $200 million to Hillary Clinton's campaign. Same people that don't let women drive. It's great that Donald Trump hasn't went and kissed the ring of the Saudi, you know, king yet. And I hope he never does. I mean, that's, if anything, we should send them a strong message that uh, they're on notice. Uh, Trump is not a globalist. He's not part of the deep state. And he's not a friend of Saudi Arabia, that's for sure. Unlike Obama, who, I mean, literally is planning on ousting President Trump via impeachment or resignation. I don't think it's going to happen, but when was the last time ever that a former president was leading the crusade against the new and current president? That just never happens. It kind of brings into the um, question of, you know, presidents kind of have a unsaid rule that they don't mess with the other presidents. And if Obama is just going to 
forget about that and try to actively uh, fuck Trump up, then I don't think it's unfair for Trump to go ahead and go after Obama. So if Obama wants to throw down, I say let him, because Jeff Sessions, uh, he won't give a shit about prosecuting Obama, that's for sure. The only one that would have saved him would be President Trump. And if he's going to actively try to hurt President Trump, then President Trump's not exactly going to be there for him when it's his head on the chopping block. And who knows, maybe that'll never happen. But if they at all actually investigate Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation and Pizzagate, then guess what? Obama's involved in all of that. Obama knew she had a private email server and lied about it. Um, you know, and you know this because there are literally emails from President Obama to her private email server that you can go read on WikiLeaks. So, like, he lied. He lied, he lied, he lied. And he is definitely involved in the whole Pizzagate scandal. And if you think I'm lying, then go find out who sold him $65,000 worth of hot dogs from Chicago. Because there's an email where he said he wants $65,000 worth of, quote, hot dogs for a Chicago party, uh, or, I mean, a party at the White House, but he wants $65,000 worth of hot dogs ordered from Chicago, okay? So, uh, I don't, you know, ignoring the fact that the president isn't allowed to eat outside food anyways, even when the president travels to foreign countries, they figure out what they're going to serve, and then they pre-make it, like... The president only eats food directly from, like, the White House kitchen staff. No matter where you're at, no matter what you do, like, you got the same people cooking for you at all times. And that's to keep people from, like, poisoning you and, you know, food allergy, yada, yada, yada. Just many reasons. The point is, Obama supposedly orders $65,000 worth of, quote, hot dogs for a uh, pizza party at the White House, okay? So, explain that email first. And then we can talk about, you know, a thousand other emails that had to do with random code words and, you know, just crazy stuff. That's 100% child traffic sex ring. Obama should have just went and moved to another, he should have moved to Hawaii and, you know, just relaxed. Because now that he is getting up front and center on the opposition to Trump campaign, uh, if he wants to be the leader of the opposition to Trump, then good luck to you. You're sticking your neck out, man. If you don't like the fact that President Trump is tearing down your legacy, maybe you shouldn't have made such a terrible legacy. Because none of us want Obamacare, and none of us want most of the crap that you did. Uh, do you know how few transgenders there are? It's, it, I mean, we're talking about like, you know, point... Zero, zero, something percent of America are transgenders, but yet you're going to make us all have transgendered bathrooms in all of our schools and make us, like, teach all of our kids what transgender means, and you're going to, like, actually try to sway public opinion on gender roles and whether or not you can, like, be a male. I mean, just how silly is it that I, as a, a, a you know, 30-something white male, if I want to... I can decide that now I am a female in my head, and I can go in the women's bathroom. Huh? So that's how that works, right? Oh, it doesn't work because I'm just doing it temporarily? No, it, it still doesn't matter. The point is, like, you have to, you know, respect my 
decision or some shit like that. It just makes no sense. Um, you go to the bathroom with the parts that you have. So I'm sorry if if you're a uh, transgendered if you're a, a guy who's decided that he wants to to be a girl now. I don't care if you're taking hormones and dressing like a woman and you got a woman's name and you sound like a woman. If you still got your twig and berries downstairs, guess what? You should be pissing out a urinal with the rest of us. Because there's there should be at least one point in your day where someone looks at you and goes, what the fuck, man? Like, we're not doing transgendered people any favors by making it so no one's allowed to express their opinion whatsoever as to um, how unhealthy and just plain wrong some people might think it is to decide you're going to be a woman when you're really a man. And that's the real issue here. They've made it so that we are not allowed to speak out against, uh, you know, speak out, speak our feelings towards transgendered people. If we, if we do, then we're a bigot or we're terrible or whatever. But what it really comes down to is, do you want uh, a, a overweight bearded dude with tits and a dress to be taking a shit next to your daughter in the bathroom? Oh, you don't? That doesn't sound great? Well, maybe then we should, I mean, that's, that's the point. The left has pushed it so far that we had to elect Trump, and now the PC culture is over with. Um, we can now say and do whatever we want. And they're trying to make it seem like Trump is now the reason why like people like me can now be an asshole publicly. But that's not it. You know, we, we were always an asshole publicly, and now it's just people are listening to us. Trump has changed the minds and opinions of the you know, American population. And the media and the left is just clawing and scratching for you know, dear life, just hoping we don't pull them over that fucking cliff. But they're going. And that's all there is to it. And with that, I'll, uh, I'll leave you guys. If you liked it, uh, subscribe and share, as usual. And y'all have a good one.